Get this full audiobook for free by clicking now the link in the description. It's brought to you by The Book Guide. Lacoste was one of his most experienced officers. She'd been in riots, shootouts, hostage-takings and standoffs. She'd faced terrorists and murderers, been badly wounded, almost killed. Very little at this point worried Isabel Lacoste, but it was clear she was worried now. Spectators were jostling for position, trying to get a better view of the stage. Confrontations were flaring up around the large room. Some pushing and shoving was not unusual in a crowd with divided loyalties. They'd handled worse, and his agents were trained and quick to calm things down. But... Even before Isabel said it, he'd felt it himself, in his gut, in the tingle on his skin, in the pricking of his thumbs. He could see that Isabel was focused on an older man and a young woman in the middle of the hall. They were elbowing each other. Nothing especially violent, yet. And an agent was making his way through the crowd to calm them down. So why was Lacoste so focused on these two especially? Gamache continued to stare, and then he felt the hairs on the back of his neck rise. The man and woman wore the same outsized button on their winter coats that declared, All will be well. It was, he knew, a play on the word, well. Since the pandemic, that word had taken on several meanings, not all of them, in Gamache's view, healthy. He grew very still. He'd been at many demonstrations and more than a few riots in his thirty-year career. He knew the flashpoints, the harbingers, and he knew how quickly things could spin way out of control. But in all his years as a senior officer in the Sûreté du Québec, he'd never seen this. These two people, the man and woman, were on the same side. Those buttons declared their allegiance, and yet they turned their ire, normally reserved for the other side, on each other. Anger had become free-floating, falling on the nearest neck. The atmosphere in the auditorium was stifling. Though dressing appropriately for the extreme cold outside, people were now inside and overdressed in parkas, heavy boots, scarves and mitts. They were pulling off their woolen toques and shoving them into pockets, leaving normally well-groomed people with their hair standing on end, as though they'd had either a great fright or a spectacularly good idea. Standing cheek by jowl, the crowd was overheating physically as well as emotionally. Chief Inspector Gamache could almost smell the frayed nerve ends frying. He looked in frustration at the tall windows behind Lacoste. They'd long since been painted shut, and there was no way to open them and bring in crisp fresh air. They'd tried. The chief inspector's practiced eye continued to move over the crowd, taking in things seen and unseen. It hadn't yet, he felt, reached the boiling point, the tipping point. His job, as the senior officer, was to make sure it didn't. If it came close, he'd stop it. But he knew that also had its risks. Never mind the moral issue of stopping a gathering that had every legal right to be held. There was, foremost in his mind, the issue of public safety. Having his agents move in and shut this event down could ignite the very violence he was trying to avoid. 
managing a crowd so it didn't turn into a mob wasn't science. Strategies could be taught. He himself had instructed recruits at the Sûreté Academy on managing large, potentially volatile events. But finally it came down to judgment and discipline. Officers had to maintain control of the crowd, but also of themselves. Once, as a cadet, Gamache had seen trained officers at a demonstration panic, break ranks, and begin beating fellow citizens. It was horrific, sickening. It had never happened under his command, but Gamache suspected that, given the right circumstances, it could. The madness of crowds was a terrible thing to see. The madness of police with clubs and guns was even worse. Now, one by one, he asked his senior officers for their reports, his own voice calm and authoritative. Inspector Lacoste, what's your read? He spoke into his headset. There was a brief pause as she weighed her answer. Our people are on top of things.